Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, I'm going to start a new little segment called Remember When. So I'm looking back at some Yankee players who you may or may not remember and just talk about their time in the uniform. It might be just kind of random players and a player's like, oh, yeah, I remember when he was a Yankee, so-and-so like that. So something I started doing. So really got this uh, idea from, you know, during the uh, watching some of the Captain ESPN uh, docuseries. You know, they showed the footage back in 98. Remember the Yankees had that big brawl against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, I believe it might have been Scott Brocious if someone hit a home run right in front of Tino Martinez. And then Armando Benitez, again, the hard thrower who, again, originally came up with the Orioles, drilled Tino right in the back. In the next, you know, He was the next batter, drilled him right between the 24 and both and, uh, benches empty. I mean, if you go back, it's, the video's on YouTube. Def, just type in like 98 Yankees-Orioles brawl. And it was definitely one of the best brawls in Yankees history. I know the Yankees had some fights in the late 70s against some of the Red Sox, but this one was a good one. I mean, it spilled out into the Orioles uh, dugout. Dow Strawberry, like, clocked somebody. Graham Lloyd was, like, swinging there. It was a really good brawl. So definitely that footage is definitely available on YouTube if you want to check it out. But the reason why it stuck out in my mind, because I remember what Tino after that had to go on the disabled list because, you know, he took a shot. It was, like, a, you know, 98 miles per hour fastball right to your back. So I remember he was on the DL for a little, for about a week or so. And so to take his place, the Yankees had Dale Swain in there. Now, Dale Swain, uh, at the point, you know, kind of a veteran player. The Yankees, I think, signed him in the offseason. I don't think he was on – he might have been on the team at the time. I don't know if he was – I don't think – I mean, he was too old probably to be in the minors, so he was kind of the backup first baseman, but hardly ever got some playing time. But once Tino was out, he definitely was the full-time first baseman there for a week or two. So I just remember that whole period there. So, you know, that's why it just came into my my mind. So it was just with the Yankees that one year. It was 98. Now a little background on Dale Swain again. It always sticks out in my head with Dale Swain just because, you know, this seemed like anytime I opened up a pack of baseball cards or went through my baseball cards, I always had a Dale Swain card. And maybe it's just the way he spelled his name. So it's like S-V-U-E-M. So like the V is like silent. So maybe it's it just from that, that last name, Swain, always just stood out in my, my mind. And then when he became a Yankee in 98, I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, again, he's never, never much of an offensive force. And again, when he was with the Yankees, I think it was only 30 games. Um Hit 155 with no home runs and three RBI. So, you know, that, that's pretty much Dale Swain. Now, he actually goes back. Um, he was a rookie. He broke in in 1986 uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers. Overall, he played 12 seasons, but it was his 11th season in 98 that he did come to the Yankees. Uh, for his career, his entire career, a 236 hitter, nothing special. A switch hitter, though, uh, mainly first base. And with the Yankees, he played first base in Felipe Fatino. But before that, other parts, you know, in his younger days, did play a little shortstop, a little third base. And with the Yankees, he wore number 17, which is kind of funny now because anytime someone new joins the Yankees, they're like 91, 95, like this. So this guy was able to rock 17. So, you know, I guess he just timed right. Now, interesting enough, he was on the 98 team now. That was a championship team. Now, if you look it up, they don't attribute him getting a ring. So I don't know how the Yankees handle that. Like, I mean, all right. I, just, you know, I know back at 96 when – um the Yankees had like a Ger- Gerald Williams and Bob Wickman. They traded them early in 96, but, you know, they did technically give them World Series rings because they were worth the team for about half a season. So I don't know how that exactly works. It's kind of weird there. But, you know, he was technically on a team for 30 games. I mean, it's not a lot of the seasons. Like, uh, I'll do some quick math. They about one-fifth of the season. So I think he's entitled to a ring. But, again, if you look it up, it doesn't really say – it doesn't attribute him to being with the World Championship 98 Yankees. So – I'm not sure how that exactly works. But, uh, again, he's played one more season after that with the Yankees and retired after 99. Now, he did get into coaching. Uh, so, from 2001 to 2003, he actually coached the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates AA team. 
So he was down there for a while and then finally joined uh, Boston to be the bench coach in 2004. And, of course, we all know what happened in 2004. So both 2004 and 2005, Swain was the uh, Boston bench coach. And, of course, 2004 was the Yankees had that the epic collapse and Boston won their first World Series in like 90 years or whatever like that. So uh, Swain, a part of that, eventually joined the Brewers, uh, left Boston, joined the Brewers in 07, and then uh, promoted in 08. Uh, from the hitting coach to be the manager. And if you remember the, the 08 Brewers, that was that team that CC Sabathia was on, where he literally CC Sabathia took that team on his own, got them into the playoffs, pitched his butt off. Now, obviously, they didn't, they didn't go too far in the playoffs, but that really would put CC on the map. And, of course, the Yankees signed CC after the 2008 season. And it was always the concern, you know, because what CC was doing, especially, you know, towards September, he was going on like two, three days rest. And it was concerned about, hey, you know, maybe a little too much wear and tear in CC. Should the Yankees not sign him? Now, the Yankees did sign him, and it turned out to be a good move. The Yankees winning the championship in 2009. And CC, of course, had a good 2010. And overall, was good for the Yankees. I know he had a little couple of seasons there in the middle of it when he was transitioning that weren't too great. But overall, again, CC turned out to be a solid Yankee. But again, before that, Dale Swain was technically his manager in 08. Uh, and then after the 2011 season, was hired by the Cubs. And he was the Cubs manager for two seasons there. So uh, Swain, again, both as a player, as a coach, you know, he, he rubbed elbows with some of the best in the business. Um, you know, he played or coached under La Russa, Torrey, Jim Leland, Lou Pinella. Uh, so, again, not shocking that he himself uh, at one point uh, became a manager. So, And he was part of, you know, some championships. Again, he was part of the 04, again, Red Sox championship as a coach. And in 2015, uh, he was with the uh, coach with the Royals. And that, again, if you remember that 2015 team, that was the Royals when they had that little run there, uh, beat the Mets in the World Series that year, uh, four games to one. Again, that was the Matt Harvey game at home where Francona left Harvey in there a little bit too long. Not that the Mets were going to win that series, but nevertheless, um, Dale Swain was, was part of the coaching staff. So he definitely got his rings with the 04 Red Sox in the 2015 uh, Royals, and he ended up leaving the Royals organization after 2019, and so far has been out of baseball. Uh, so that's the Dale Swain story. So up with the Yankees for again a little bit in '98. Again, was kind of the uh, solution when Tino was drilled in the back by Armando Benitez. Uh, so filled with the Yankees there a little bit, and then of course this bounced around as a coach. Again, part of the '04 Red Sox team that had the four-game uh, comeback against the Yankees when they, they were down three nothing in the AL. CS again to the heartbreak of many Yankee fans, and again part of the championship 2015 team. And weirdly enough, he's actually the cousin of former Blue Jay John Olerud. If you remember Olerud, it was a real good hitting machine there in the early 90s, and of course later joined the Mets and was actually with the Yankees himself for a cup of coffee. So maybe that'll be another future episode. So that's the Dale Swain story. So I hope you like this episode. Uh, maybe you want to go through your old baseball cards, look for a Dale Swain card. I'm sure you have it. We'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.